guys and welcome back to another episode of Houston Exercise Science, a podcast where we talk about fitness as long as it is scientifically backed. So this episode I'm a little more excited because this one is probably going to be a popular one, uh, which is going to be Dieting 101. So this is going to be talking about different kinds of popular diets, their pros, their cons, what, um, what you should choose and everything like that. So thank you for listening. Uh, This podcast is going pretty well. A lot of people are listening, which is awesome. So this is why I decided to do a popular topic like this so that um, all the people that have been listening can get a a pretty useful topic, I think, um, a pretty relevant one. So let's just jump right into the information and hopefully you find it pretty cool. So First thing that I want to say is there are a lot of different types of diets out there. Tons of different types of diets out there. The ones I mention are popular ones, but, you know, maybe next week there's going to be a new one or, you know, one that's coming back in popularity. Who knows? But the main thing that you need to be looking for in a diet is first that it creates a calorie deficit. This is when you burn more calories than you intake. That's really the diet that's going to help you lose weight if that's what you're trying to do. Now, you just turn that, you know, on its head pretty much if you want to gain weight, you're going to eat more calories than you're burning if you're trying to gain some weight and then lift weights, you know, heavy weights to bulk up if that's what you're trying to do. It's pretty much the two main things you need to be looking at. But... In terms of dieting, usually people use these diets to lose weight. So you need to look for diets that are going to create a calorie deficit, like I said, and that it's easy to adhere to, meaning you can do this diet for uh, months, months and months on end. So that's really... And then before I forget also that it's giving you the proper nutrition too. You're not going to be losing any sort of uh, vitamins or minerals from the diet, Um, you know, any sort of major macronutrients. Uh, That's the problem with, I believe, uh, zero-carb diets. I think that's a big problem because you need carbs in your diet. You you do. And uh, it's the main source that your body uses for energy. And if you don't have that, then you're going to, you're going to feel its effects. Anybody that's done that diet before probably knows what I'm talking about. So that's the main thing to look for in a diet. There's a dog barking. Uh, (laughs) But that's the main thing. Calorie deficit, all your vitamins, your minerals, and you can adhere to it for a very long time because you have to be very patient so that uh, it works. It's magic. And, of course, you have a a good workout routine that you could also adhere to for quite a bit of time. But that'll be another video, maybe the, or video, (laughs) the next episode maybe about proper exercise programming. But for now, let's do dieting. So let's start with, let's start with a myth, actually. I'm going to throw a myth in here as a little, just a little bonus, little cherry on top, which is, that tox, uh, detoxing, that is a waste of time. And detoxing is a huge industry, very popular right now. Every 
store every there's they have green drinks they i mean there's big companies that do these detoxing bits where they flush out all the toxins in your body and that's what helps you lose weight and all this stuff and it is a waste of time and money if you are spending money on that i'd recommend uh stop <laughs> because you have a liver a huge organ in your body that does this for you it does that's its job it, it filters it's a large filtration system it detoxes you your kidneys they do something similar as well so you have organs you have your body basically it does this for you um and all you need to do on your side is drink water eat healthy and let your body flush out all the stuff uh for you you don't need to drink this stuff that's basically just a bunch of laxatives now some of this stuff does has a lot of have um a lot of vitamins and minerals because all of the vegetables and stuff like that but you could just eat all that stuff instead and your diet that uh you should be ad adhering to anyways so at the end of the day if you're doing detoxing you may feel like oh my bloating is gone gone and everything like that but it's just getting rid of all the food and everything in your system so of course it's going to reduce that and of course if it is a, a, a kind of laxative it's going to get rid of water um that's probably why they tell you to drink a lot of water with these detox pills and i fell victim to detox pills myself when i was in high school i believe i was a junior in uh, maybe a senior in high school and i took these as well thinking oh i'm gonna lose weight and you know everything's gonna speed up because of these these detox pills and after years of college and you know some uh real world experience i learned that it's a waste it's just a bunch of laxative and there's no reason to detox don't worry about that get on a good diet uh get on a good workout plan be patient that's all you got to do so wanted to mention that because on my instagram page which is houston exercise science houston underscore exercise underscore science um that's on my instagram you can follow it i just i, I keep posting these uh reposting these posts that keep talking about detoxing or spot reduction or all these myths i keep busting because it's getting out of hand that there's so many of those still today i mean it's 2021 and you know people are still posting these things that um thankfully a few people in the comment sections are you know telling everybody else don't listen to this stuff which is great but on my instagram page i try to bust those myths too so um anyways now let's get into dieting <laughs> now that i gave you a little bit of uh, some myths here so uh the first one that we're going to talk about is the one that's um like a six meal a day diet where you have small meals throughout the day instead of three big ones and so this uh this one is like i said what you do what what you do with this diet is you eat six small meals throughout the day um to keep you you know full throughout the day uh, but they're small so the calories that it adds up to will still be or should be under what you're burning um and so that's what this diet is for uh and the pros are that it's uh is not limiting snacking so this is great for even college kids you're just grabbing something 
But if you grab something more healthy instead and you actually count the calories and, and everything that's in those little snacks you're grabbing, this is a pretty popular diet for those people. I did this. I, I um, actually still do this. It, it works for me, um, but this is just me. It doesn't work for everybody uh, necessarily. And the reason for that is because of the con, which is those small meals can be six big meals. <laughs> um, I remember one of my friends, when I told him this is what the diet I'm doing, that he said, well, I could do this diet, but then these six small meals would turn into six really big, full-blown meals. And what I mean by a meal, I mean like an apple is considered a meal within this diet. Uh, so, you know, six small meals so that you're always eating something, you're always full, pretty much, and you drink a lot of water with those meals. And uh, this diet you usually eat every two to three hours. Um, this was popular when I was in high school. I got on it, it was successful, and I still do it to this day because, I, like I said, I get to snack through the day and, and everything, although it's healthy. Um, the, the other con is that it's not really easy to do. So let's say you're at a... You go out to eat with somebody. They don't really have small portions at restaurants. And so you're you're stuck very... You're very limited when it comes to that sort of thing. So it's a little, you know, a little bit of a drawback. And on top of that, there hasn't been any conclusions yet, but they're looking into whether this keeps your insulin levels constantly elevated and whether or not that's actually true. So that hasn't been uh, concluded yet, but they're looking into that, which makes me wonder... Um, you know, I, I don't really feel bad, but <laughs> anyways, it, um, they're, they're looking into that. It so far, so good. So far it's, it's still okay. Cause you're, you're exercising a lot. So that could c combat that. But anyways, but I am adhering to a, a calorie deficit at the end of the day, which is really what you're trying to do. Um, but yeah, that's that diet, a uh, bunch of small meals. And um, it helps you stay full throughout the day, possibly. The next one is um, meal prepping. It's a very popular one. Um, and I understand why, because it's, it's pretty cool. You get to prepare your meal. So pretty much what this is, is you prep your meal for the whole week. Where you cook, let's say, all the chicken, the vegetables, the brown rice, whatever, the sweet potato. And you put it in these plastic, um, you know kind of containers and you you have that so that way you go to work you come home and your dinner's already ready for you so it it takes out that work now the the thing is is the the pros is that you're not wasting food that's one thing you're cooking exactly what you're going to eat portions wise so that's one thing um the the food is ready for you to eat some people prep their lunches um so it's ready convenient because of that and it's easier to stay on your your plan once the meal is prepped. Once you prep and you cook everything, you're eating exactly what you should, calories-wise, um, protein-wise, carbs-wise. And it's easy to stay on the plan because of that. But the con is you got to prep. The whole thing is you, you choose maybe a Sunday or something, and there's going to be a lot of cooking to do. And some people don't really like the idea of having like a week-old chicken. Some people, they've got a plan, maybe, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday meal, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday meal, you know, 
in the middle of the week because they don't want that old chicken possibly but the con is that it requires a lot of time a lot and also a lot of planning um so you got to plan what you're going to have but once you plan it out correctly and you commit to the time required to prep this is a successful diet possibly for a lot of people they they do that there there are even companies once you pay a pretty penny for that does all this for you and they send it they ship it to you and they've already prepped everything and did all the work the calorie counting the protein counting all this stuff for you but it's pretty costly so um, you know if you have the money you can have somebody else do it or if you have the time and the patience you could do it for yourself I actually did this too I loved it but the uh, the time required eventually got to me so um, but it, it, it was really cool to have everything ready you come home open it up you're ready to go so it's pretty cool and um, but before we get to the next one let's talk about cheat days when you have a day where you can have a cheat meal, you eat something out of your diet plan, all this stuff, um, to kind of take a break, I guess, in, in other words. And the thing is, is that there's a, there's a little bit of, um, there, there's a pro, which is kind of like, oh, it's a reward. So, you know, you, you get to, you ate good, you ate clean, you did what you're, you should be doing. And so by the end of the week or the, the, the second week, maybe you do it every other week. Um, you get to have a little bit of reward, you know. Um, and and you can remind yourself that you can still enjoy um, some food, some unhealthy food. Because you can. Um, just it can't be too, uh, you know, too often. That's the whole point. And uh, the con, of course, is um, you can go overboard pretty easily. You can go... Um, really overboard to the point where all the calories you burnt for the whole week can be completely undone in a day. And yes, you can add up calories pretty quick. You get pizza, you get wings, you get soda, you you know, you go to Denny's, you get, you know, I mean, it, you can add up fast really quickly because eating out Burger King, all that is just packed full of calories. And so you can undo your, your hard work pretty quickly. So be careful with cheat meals. And um, you know, something I tell myself all the time, be careful with cheat meals because next thing you know, you know, you, you wasted your time. You know, But it doesn't mean to just forget about it. If you messed up, start the next week fresh, determined, make back up the ground you lost and remind yourself the next weekend not to do that. So um, it's not the end of the world. You know, it's just, um, it's just a setback that happens. Next diet is the ketogenic diet. Really, really popular. Keto diet is extremely popular. I know a few people in my family that are doing keto. Um, what it is, it's, it's a high fat, moderate protein and very low carb diet. So pretty much, um, you're trying to get your body into what's called ketosis, uh, where basically what that means is your body's going to start using fat for energy uh, instead of carbs. So you're burning the fat you want. And the the pros are that you have a limited food choice. How is that a pro? Well, some people like the limited part of it, where everything is planned for you. You have clear boundaries that you cannot cross. And people, some people like that, There's, that it's not flexible. And so it also cuts out a lot of bad food out of your, out of your diet diet automatically 
because of the limited food choices, which is which is good. Um, but there are cons. The cons are some people find it limiting. They don't like that there's no flexibility. Some people find it very difficult to follow long term. So this is something to ask yourself or another person if you're helping them. The serious question of whether they can adhere to this for the for the long run. If if not, and it's too hard to do, then this is not something they should pursue at first. You know, um, something a little bo bit more flexible may work for them instead. Um, and uh, the other con is you're not eating carbs, and eventually you're going to need to eat carbs because it is a big part of your diet so eventually it's going to have ad adverse effects if you just are cutting carbs out to the point where you're having zero um you know you're going to need like i said this says a very low carb diet but it doesn't mean it's no carbs um and so it's it it'll be very tough it's a very tough diet keto is like i said extremely popular but it is not required for you to look really good it's it could be a short fix where you do it for a few weeks you lose the water weight you lose a little bit of weight you think okay i did it and then you go back to your bad habits and then everything gets undone and then you're stuck in this what's called a yo-yo diet where you go back and forth back and forth out of it in it out of it in it and it's it's just you know not a a long-term fix if you can't adhere to something as strict as keto so something to think about if you're thinking about going on a keto diet. The next one is paleo, another one that is popular. Um, I know a few people that were on it or are. And pretty much what this is, is it's a diet where you eat like a hunter-gatherer or like our, um, our ancestors in the cavemen days ate like. So no dairy, no refined foods, no added sugars, Nothing that um, they couldn't have back in the old days, um, <laughs> very old days, when we were cavemen. And so the pros is, uh, like like uh, keto, the same pro is that it's limited. Um, it also cuts out a lot of bad food that you shouldn't have, like fast food and um, all that greasy food and fried food, all that stuff. Um and uh, the con is that there's going to be planning that needs to be involved because now you got to really think about, you know, and I think online you could find diets that diet guides that would tell you pretty straightforward what you can and can't have. But it, it takes some planning uh, because of that. Uh, some people find it, find it limiting, just like the keto diet. You don't really have much choices out there. Um and then the question is, uh, are non-refined sugars really better than refined sugars? That's a question that's being answered by physiologists, kinesiologists right now. So, um, we're, you know, they're, they're on top of that question, whether that is harmful or not, or whether you're actually getting benefits or not. So that's that diet again it's popular it's just like keto really limiting you have to really have a good strong will to to adhere to it so it's it's one of those uh those diets those two go hand in hand the next one is the mediterranean diet that one was was popular i don't know if it still is now but i know that um i know that that was 
that was popular when I was in high school. I like it. Again, I don't know if it is now. But really what this is, is it's a, a diet modeled by um, European countries, like me uh, Mediterranean countries. Um, so you eat a lot of uh, fish, protein, some moderate carbs, moderate fats, um, emphasis on the healthy oils like omega-3 and unsaturated stuff, um, fish, vegetables, beans, yogurt. So... Um, all of those things, very European. <laughs> uh, and the pros is that um, the pros is that there is a high amount of research on the benefit of this diet, the Mediterranean Mediterranean diet. So there's there's a lot of research that's already been done. It's it's old enough where it's established research that have shown that there are great benefits to it. It's relatively easy to follow because it's pretty general. You're talking about fish. Like I said, healthy oils, vegetables, beans, yogurt. Uh, so you're, um, the great thing is that all those healthy oils is good for your cholesterol. Um, and, and so that's always great. Good for your blood pressure because of the fish with omega-3 fatty acids. So that's something that's pretty cool. You know, that, and I, I see how that is beneficial to your body is with all of that. I love having fish. Of course, if you have it fried, then you just pretty much reversed all the benefits of fish but if you don't have it fried um, then you have it blackened possibly grilled or something like that no butter on it or anything then you get a lot of benefits um, so if you like fish then by all means this might be a cool diet for you although you don't have to do this diet specifically to eat fish you know uh, fish has protein lots of good protein uh, not a lot of um like I said, healthy fats and everything like that. Um, and the cons is that some people don't like seafood, which understandable. I know some people that don't, which is shocking because I love seafood. So, <laughs> um, but there's some people that don't. And, you know, so this might not be a diet for them. Um, some people may find it hard to follow long term because you're, um, like I said, it's a lot of seafood. So it, it might get old after a while. And some people may find it limiting because although it's it's a lot more free, in my opinion, than other diets, there is still some restrictions uh, to it. So that's something to to look at uh, at doing. So let's actually let's move on to the next diet. So the next one is called Whole30 or Whole Foods for 30 days, where you do you eat whole foods. Um, so meat, seafood, eggs, fruit, vegetables, all your stuff all whole foods, um, no sugar or alcohol or things you cannot pronounce. <laughs> so you look at the back, you know, nutrition facts or the ingredients and you don't even know how to say that stuff. This diet is saying stay away from that then. So it's all your whole foods and natural and whole grain, non-GMO stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and everything. And another thing that they, um, also, do on this diet is you don't look at your body composition measurements for 30 days. So these 30 days is like a 30 day challenge. You may have probably seen those everywhere where it's like eat clean, eat whole, uh, healthy stuff for, you know, 30 days, see what happens to your body. Um, and so the pros is that you get quality food. It's, it's really, you know, healthy stuff. Um, you cut out all the greasy fast food, of course. Uh, you focus on eating healthy instead of looking at your body weight for 30 days. And I, I, I will support that. If you're looking at being healthy instead of the way you look 
that's a great place to start when it comes to dieting and exercising. Um, that's really, at the end of the day, what you want to be uh, focused on is your health and your um, how healthy your heart's becoming and your cardiovascular fitness and you know your muscular strength. Your bone density will increase, which is great for especially older adults that have osteoporosis, older women um, exercising and and uh, weight-bearing exercises will uh, increase bone density. Um, pretty much it, it stimulates the bone and tells the bone, hey, we're, we're doing an exercise, you need to get more dense so that you can handle these exercises, and that's what it does. Uh, so another health factor to, to look at. Um, but back to this diet, the, the cons are the planning. you got to plan all these healthy stuff. Um, some people find it limiting, and there's a lot of cooking at home. If you're having a lot of this stuff, one of the other things too that um, that I would like to mention about this is it's probably very expensive to to be shopping and getting you know stuff like from Whole Foods or you know the the that store. It's probably very expensive, and so that's probably a con too, and why people find it hard to do this diet because it's expensive, takes a lot of planning, and you're going to have to cook at home a lot because you know, you're going to be having fresh food. So so to conclude this, there are some apps that I recommend that would work, which is uh, MyFitnessPal. I used it. I lost uh, 15 pounds on it by uh, what this app is. If you don't know, it's a great app. I would get it if you're planning on doing dieting, where pretty much you track your calories and what you do, which is really cool, is they have this barcode scanner. You use the camera on your phone and you scan the um, the barcode on the food you're about to eat. Let's say at home, like you're gonna you're gonna have two slices of bread. Um, so you scan the barcode. It tells you everything about that food, and you tell it how many serving sizes you're gonna have out of the out of it. And then it'll tell you how many calories, proteins, carbs, everything, even the vitamins and minerals of what you're adding to your your body for that day. And so you pretty much do that for all your foods. You don't have to have a barcode. You can you can type in something if there's no barcode, um, and it'll give you a great estimate on what how many calories you're going to be adding to your body. And then you can add the activity you do, what exercises you're doing. Um, how much walking you're doing, and then it'll tell you how many calories you're burning. And so then at the end of the day, um, it'll tell you if you're in a calorie deficit or not. And then it'll be a really quick and easy way to figure out if your diet is going to help help you lose weight. And from there, after that, and the, the app tells you, hey, you're, you're good to go, um, then you just got to be patient from there. And uh, you know, take your time with all of that. So that's really what that um that app does. There's a make my plate, I think dot gov. It's a government one. So they moved away from the food pyramid that you probably may have seen in school, um, depending on your age. Uh, I remember there's a food pyramid that they had, and now they call it a plate. Instead, they're adding some more important things that Americans are not having. So. Um, so that's that's something that uh, another option you can do. But I, I really support the Fitness Pal app. I think it's a, a really cool app. Um, I had it when it was pretty simple, and then they kept updating it and updating it, and then now it's really complex to the point where it's it's a great one. It, it really is. So um, 
you know, that's that's really that's all I have for this time, guys. This one's a little bit of a longer video, but or episode, but I um you know, I was uh pretty passionate about this stuff. So if I named one of the diets that you're thinking about doing, uh do a little bit more research, do some planning, ask some serious questions about, you know, whether you're seriously gonna do this diet for months and months on end. And, um, you know, if, if you can or can't, that's something to really think about before you pursue it. So, um, yeah, other than that, this is dieting 101. Um, I probably may come out with more if, um, if I think, uh, there needs to be a little bit more information. Um, I think I'm going to put my email into this episode so people can actually suggest some things for me, um, and what kind of episodes they, they want to hear about, or if I have to explain any information I missed in this one or other episodes. So other than that, though, thank you guys for listening. This one's been fun, and I will see you guys on the next one. Bye.